This podcast is brought to you by LTASex.com. Live, laugh, love, LTA Sex. Welcome to Behind Closed Doors, the podcast where two polyamorous 20-something gay dudes from Bumfuck, Michigan show you what it really takes to have a perfect relationship. I'm your host, Jerome Stewart Nichols, creator of LTSX.com. Most often, I'll be talking to my partner and human pup submissive, Bubby, but you'll also hear me chatting with various guests from time to time. Glossy Instagram selfies look great, but they don't tell the whole story. There's a hell of a lot that goes on behind closed doors to make strong, healthy, and sexually satisfying relationships. From the basics of communication and fighting fair, to full-time DS relationships and navigating the politics of polyamory, Behind Closed Doors offers you an honest, raw, and unedited look at what it's like to build and maintain the relationship that's right for you. To keep up with the show, you can always follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and the rest at NotJeromeStewart and or at LTASexBlog. You can visit LTASex.com slash Behind Closed Doors for links to subscribe on Stitcher, YouTube, and of course, iTunes. Oh, and always, if you have questions you want answered or feedback about the show, send it to me, Jerome at LTASex.info. But enough of this shilling bullshit. Let's get into the sex and relationship. Yes, so, hi, welcome to Behind Closed Doors. Um, this episode is a... This episode is a, um, I guess a continuing series, um, in the Checking In series. Um, every now and then, uh, no matter how good I think things are going in our relationship, I still like to stop down and check in with Bubby to see... If his experience is similar to the one I'm having, it is, it can get you in trouble if you think that everything's going good, um, or you think everything's going bad and you don't bother to take the time to actually check with, um, to check with the other person in your relationship. Because no matter how much, uh, no matter what you say, <sighs> the problem is we're not fucking mind readers. Um, although we like to think we are, we're not people who can, guess at what the experience of what someone else is having. And in our relationship, things have been on this upward, or I felt like they've been on this upward, uh, trajectory of, like, positivity, but that doesn't mean anything. And that's not to say that um, you know, I'm constantly worried that something bad's gonna happen because I'm not. But I do understand that there are 
some things that I just can't know unless I ask him. So, I do ask. And that brings us uh, the checking in episodes of Behind Closed Doors. So, um, if you like the show, make sure to subscribe and donate on Patreon at patreon.com slash keepitsexy, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot c-o-m slash k-e-e-p-i-t-s-e-x-y. Thanks so much for listening. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. I want to go back to bed. So, instead of continuing to talk, I'm just going to get into the sex and relationships. This is going to make me switch back to, um, Explorer. Huh? Explorer. No. Firefox. Uh, Edge. That's the new name for Explorer? Nope. Oh, it's different? It's a completely different browser. Oh, wow. How interesting. Yes, I am interesting. Thank you. You got all you gon' get. Cutler X is so distinctive looking. He's got like these really big lips, his really wide nose. His face area is like, quote unquote, shorter than like eight quote-unquote should be which gives him sort of like a big forehead gives him a big forehead and yet like he has all this stuff on his face and yet it all works together and he comes out cute I you don't often see uh, that happen uh, because a lot of distinct features on one person tends to make them ugly But he manages to stay adorable, which I like. Um, you, puppy. Mm. Also, my face feels great. Mm. I'm gonna get better at that. I'm in trouble again. Huh? I'm in trouble again. You're always in trouble. Mm-hmm. When are you never not in trouble? Um, but. I wanted to check in with you again because 
Um, it's been a while. Um, it's been like a couple of months since we've checked in. And I want to, um, I thought it would be especially relevant because you are um, feeling down right now. Down? Huh? You said down? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're not feeling very well. Mm-hmm. My allergies are a little bad. Yeah. So, how are you dealing with that so far? The allergies or being down? Or both? All of it. Oh. Um, well, I'm taking the Zyrtec you gave me. How to get a Zyrtec? The allergy medicine mm-hmm. every day. So that's, I think that's why it's not, like, maybe where you're at with my allergies. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um... I am a little down because I'm um, still looking for a job. I um, and and I know we've talked about it before, where I, you know, sometimes can feel worthless, quote unquote, when I don't have a job to do, like an actual like job to go to. Um, I start to feel a little insecure with myself, I guess. And, you know, I've been trying to counteract that with mindfulness and with knowing that it's going to work out, like, I'll find something. I'm really excited because I applied for that bud tender position in Ipsy. Which is a awesome thing, by the way. I don't know what the qualifications are required to... You have to be certified. That's it? I'll read you the... I'll read you the post. Because I... I'll read you the post and I'll read you my response, so... Tell me what you think. I'll read you my response and I tell you everything but I put sugar in it yeah you give me a couple more packs sure that was gross I um you um what there I I have been taking a lot of baths this week. That's been helpful. Yesterday was really kind of bad when I was by myself. That's why I texted you. I was going to try and talk to you. You know what's funny? I've been having this problem with texts lately where if I have my phone on silent, I don't get a notification. That's weird. Like, I don't even mean like a, a thing saying you have a, a text down. message. It just does not give me, it just does not notify me. And I don't know why that is, but that's happened a couple of times while I've been at work. You've texted me, and then I don't see it until I check my phone, and it's not even I check my phone. I have to go inside the messaging tab. Yeah. Because it won't show 
a notification on the little tile thing. That's interesting because I have a setting on my phone um, when I turn like the volume down here. I can set it to priority or none. And it can say indefinitely or for one hour. And so you know it's probably meetings or sleep or like whatever you're driving. Um, maybe it's something like that. No, it's not. It's Windows Phone needs to get that. That is one place. Like Windows Phone has a lot of shit that I like better than everybody else. But that is one thing I don't like. Their notification system. But they just got like a really good notification system like a couple updates ago. Yeah. Um, so I'm not super upset about it. Because yeah. um, it used to be there was no notifications pane. It was just on the tiles. So if you didn't see the tile, if the tile's off your screen and you don't scroll down, you're fucked. Yeah. I, um... But that's not how it looks like anymore. Yeah. Ugh. For a second, because my phone's being weird, so I'm gonna just look in here. Okay, you don't want to hit this. I would love to. Okay. After we fill it, but um, so you're handling being sad, okay? Yeah. Yesterday was really hard, honestly. Like, it, I actually did really good. You know, I didn't freak out, but I was getting to a point, and I could tell, I could feel it in my body and in my head where. I was like, I'm not comfortable. It feels like I'm going to lose it and I'm not comfortable. And that's why I texted you because I was scared. You can call me. Call you? Call me or send me a message on Facebook. Okay. Um, I because am... that will still give me a pop-up. Okay. Why? That's... I don't know. Yeah. Or at the very least, it'll come up in my Facebook feed. Yeah. So if I open the Facebook app, it'll be there. If I open the Messengers app, it'll be there. Yeah. It it had gotten to a point yesterday where I had, I was scared because I was not okay. <laughs> also, you know you can call my job, right, if you need to talk to me? Like call you if I'm? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I, I I ended up just taking a bath and I listened to music and whatever and I it made me feel a little bit better. And then about around the time I got out, that's when you got home. So it ended up being okay. I'm going to text you the number to call into the lab, like if you ever feel sad or scared and I'm at work and you can't reach me on my phone. Thank you. Because it was like, like I felt uneasy about it in my stomach. Yeah, yeah. Like it was one of those kind of I'm very uncomfortable kind of things. But I ended up taking a bath and, you know, whatever, and it ended up being okay. I was just kind of sad because of the whole job thing. and But I'm trying to incorporate... I keep saying this and I keep posting it on my blogs and stuff, but mindfulness, you know, it's a, it's a core skill in DBT. It's one of the first ones you learn. You know what, mate, what, 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 white people, you know, what, you know what might be 
a good thing for you to do um, is actually writing an article about mindfulness. I've started one. Yeah. I, um, I find that when I'm having a problem with something in my life mm-hmm. um, and I write about it, it helps me deal with it. Yeah. One. And then two, um, it gives me something productive to do, which also makes me feel like a worthwhile human being. Uh, so it covers like a couple of, uh, <coughs> <coughs> I am freaking dying. Mm. Although I've been feeling like I've been getting sick for like the past week. Yeah. I said that last week and it, get, it keeps going back and forth and back and forth. And I'm starting to think I'm not sick at all. Every time I say I feel sick, it's after going to work. Hmm. Maybe there's something going around. They just turned on the heaters. So they're pushing a lot of dust around. Dust is one of my biggest allergens. Um, That's why when we went to my mom's house for Christmas last year, I came home and all my shit was swept up. Yeah. Um, We were only there for a couple of days. But by the third day, I was like, well, well, I got to get the fuck out of here. Can't breathe, can't do nothing. Can't breathe, can't live. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. Um... (laughs) This is the post for the bud tender position. Okay. So it says, this was posted on 12-4. I hope they're still hiring for it. They haven't taken it down yet, but um, we are looking for a motivated individual to join our team of bud tenders. The ideal candidate will be a self-starter, motivated, hardworking, and proactive. Please be a current MMMP patient, Cart or MMMP cardholder. This position includes basic reception, checking patients in and updating paperwork in the system we use, sales, assisting and directing patients in the right direction of medicine that best fits their needs, and uh, building uh, support, side work, weighing, side work, weights, cleaning, and follow-up calls. This position is entry-level, but with much room for growth with our company, uh, any individual with the right qualities will go far. Please send your resume and a brief paragraph about yourself. We will look. We are looking to set up interviews as soon as possible. Okay. Well, that sounds. They didn't say what dispensary. No, but it's in Ipsy. It says Ipsilani. Oh, so so it's probably herbal solution. Herbal solutions. It could be sticky. It could be Depot Town. It could be Ooh, Patient Station. Sticky might be one. It could be Patient Station. It could be the shop. Um, yeah, it could be any of them. But they're all close. Like, all those are close to also, where they are. Also, you don't really care. You just work I want to work in a dispensary. So. If I could at least just get an interview, I'd be happy. Like, I, I want the fucking job. But yes. And it's nine fifty an hour. And it's full-time. Nine fifty an hour. Full-time. Fuck yeah. Working at a dispensary around weed all the fucking time. Helping people. Helping people living your best fucking life. Like, I feel like what you're saying to me is that you have now realized that the place you really want to work is a dispensary. So, you need to be looking for jobs related to marijuana. Or like a smoke shop. Smoke shops work? I did apply at Wild Bills. You did? Yeah. They're hiring. The one on... Washington? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get this 
Try to see if I can get this ergonomic enough on my back. Why don't you use your pillow you made? Because I leave it at work. Oh, you leave it at work? <laughs> oh, no one's going to take it. Oh, I have a little thing. Like a little mailbox area. Oh, like a cubby? Yeah. I didn't know you had a cubby. <laughs> That's cute. That's annoying. <laughs> um, so. Lay me by your side. It's interesting because this is one of the first times a position that I've seen online has opened up since the beginning of this year. With an Ipsy. And I also applied in one in Ann Arbor. So I have two things out. Two Ooh. applications out. Um, so, fingers crossed. Um, and plus, that would help me with content for Bud Puppy. Mm-hmm. So... I mentioned to you um, yesterday that I was glad that you were able to actually use your, like, self-soothing methods and that it actually was, like, soothing you as opposed to you just needing more and more and more and more and more and not actually getting better and not realizing how fucking annoying that is. And that's part of what I've been trying to keep mindful is that, like, I like cuddles. I need that kind of stuff sometimes especially when I'm sad but it's also like okay he's hugged me go on to something else you know what I mean so I've been trying to stay mindful and aware of like being around you mm-hmm. and stuff like that's why I went and sat on the couch this morning because I didn't want to be in your space and I, appreciate and I wanted to be in my own area by myself and I watch TV that. You know, you were doing your thing. I was doing my thing on my phone. We were <coughs> watching. <coughs> and plus, if it was herbal, I'm gonna backtrack. Plus, if it was herbal solutions, I would get to play with puppies, because those puppies are there. Also, you know what's in their shake containers. This is true. <laughs> I wonder what kind of, like, discounts you get for working in dispensary. Oh, my God. You probably get it at wholesale price. So. (coughs) You're actually doing okay. Yeah. It's been a rough honestly, emotionally, you know, last, starting last week, you know, I was having the bad dreams and those have gone down a lot since I've been talking about them and like trying to figure it out. Um, but and it's been really kind of stressful emotionally cause I'm st- like, okay, you need to find a job. Your unemployment's being fucking weird. They're being assholes. They are. They're, they're holding $500 from me. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money that I could use. That we could use. Yeah. Like. Because, bitch, we broke. And. Actually, I never checked um, to see if we were, how how we were doing money-wise. Ah, uh, Jessica emailed me back. Yes. Who did? Jessica, the chick from Barnes & Barnes. Our, like, landlord person. Oh. 
Um, she's not a landlord. I think she's like a, the secretary. She knows who I am. Um, hi, Bobby. Just I just wanted to, I just informed the maintenance techs of your parameter because she's like, you know, when are you going to be home? And I was like, eh, I'll be home, you know, earlier. And then I got to leave for a while, which I, I don't, but, you know. And he said he would be there first thing, so it'll probably be between 9 and 11 a.m. Uh, please let me know if there are any questions. Um, and then I'm, I put in the work order to, for our fridge and like the garbage disposal and stuff. So, and they will be here like next week sometime. (laughs) So, um, how do you, you feel I'm doing with? everything what is your perspective on it well i clearly know that you are having issues i can look at you and i can see it however does that mean like you can tell i'm down yes yeah however i feel like so we had a bit of a technical difficulty there uh he asked me um What'd you ask me? What was your perspective? And you had said that, you know, I can look at you and tell you're down. But, yes, okay. So, I can tell you're down, but at the same time, it's, um, I feel like this is the way you should be sad. Yeah. Like, and that's to say, um, we're aware of it. We're dealing with it. We're not trying to force happiness, but we are. Because that should not work. That should not work. It doesn't. But we are are doing the best we can while being sad, instead of letting it overtake the entirety of your experience and your personality and blah blah blah. Now, yesterday I did take like a three hour day, and that's. Fine, but you didn't cut yourself, so that's like pretty good. Yeah, I mean, and I don't have a desire to. That's pretty good. I haven't felt a desire to in probably a couple months. And we did bring razors back into the house, and we did, and that's a big step. And I'm really staying up myself because I want to be able to do this for you, and I want to be able to do it for myself too. Mm -hmm. You know, so. That was a big step, I think, from last year mm-hmm. when we had to take him out because I left. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, also I think it's funny how my voice sounds like Peter Brady. Change, I don't remember the song. It's like the moral of the story at the end of the show. They sung the song, and it was like. Change is good. His voice is cracking. He's got puberty. Everything's great. Oh my god. We have money. Money. This is great. This is great. I'm just going to pin it to start. I'm going to pin it. I'm going to pin it. I'm going to put a pin in it. I'm going to pin it. Just a pin it. It's a pin. <laughs> I hate you. What, Pinterest? Yes. 
That was pretty good. Don't you um, got Pintry good? God, you always ruin it. Why are you such a piece of shit? Because all I have is dad jokes. That's, That's true. Like 89% of what I made up of is dad jokes. Why? I don't know. It's like my thing. I find that so strange. You're both so young and so old at the same time. You are grumpy. I think it's because you grew up around old women. Probably. Because you seem very like, oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) You do sound like that every time you do it. It's pretty amazing. I'm a grumpy old woman. You are. That's fine. Like, I have the people I like, but if I don't like you, like, don't fucking talk to me. Bitch. (laughs) Bitch, I'm Madonna. Bitch, I'm Madonna. Bitch, bitch, I'm Madonna. No, I feel like I'm in a better place than I've been. (laughs) And it's nice. Because I'm still able to feel sad and depressed and angry and whatever, but I'm more apt to deal with it in a positive way than let it ruin me and ruin, like, a fun time that we're having or whatever. I see. So that's kind of my motivation to keep me, like, going. Well, that sounds positive. Yeah. And this is sort of what I wanted to hear. I wanted to see, because, like, I agree with you that this is what's happening. And I wanted to check in with you because I feel like often we don't, um, when we're going through things and things are going well, we don't take talk about them. Um, and I have been, if you've noticed, um, I have been taking the time to point out things to you that are like, oh, that's the first time you've done that. Or, oh, doesn't that feel different? Or, oh, I'm really glad you did that. And that's been helpful. Alice? Yeah, because I'm fucking stubborn and I don't, my brain doesn't consciously recognize it. It's just like, oh, I'm trying something. Okay, let's see how it goes. And then that's kind of how it ends. It just kind of stays at that. Yeah, and whether, so for someone or not to say, succeeded. Yeah, and so for someone to say, oh, that was good. Like, oh, okay, cool. That's, I'll keep that in mind. Because <laughs> I can't do that for myself, really. Like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> and that's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm not there yet either. I, that's one of yeah. my self-regulation things. I just, mm-hmm. I don't always know whether or not things worked out really well for me. Yeah. Sometimes I think they do and then they don't, and that makes me question myself a lot. Yeah. And that's scary. It can be. Because then you get unsure of yourself, you get paranoid, and then you get anxious, and then you get sad, and... No, there was like nothing in that. Frustrated. That's so unfortunate. So we're gonna have to refill it, obviously. Actually, no. Hold on. Problem solved. Cool. I appreciate you talking over me. Still is bullshit, but this is a very good time, I think, because. Like, I'm still sad, and I was sad yesterday, but now I applied for this job. Checking in with you is at a very good time? Yeah, it's at a very needed time, I think, because 
yesterday was hard and then today's exciting because I applied for this job and I'm like, oh man, I hope they call me back. You know what I mean? So I'm like anticipating it and even if it doesn't happen, like I know it's out there now and I know I can look for it. Okay. So, and maybe I can talk to people at the dispensaries that have maybe an idea of places I can work at or go, look into. And, and that's, that, and that's the advice. Start. And that's the advice, quickly, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's the advice I was given when I started going to dispensaries before I got my card and, like, just talking to people. You know, it was step one, get your card. Step two, get to know people and, like, talk to people. And that's how you kind of get into that business. And that seems right because a lot of those things are insular and they need to know that they can trust you. Yeah. Because, you know, their livelihood depends on... um, you not being a horrible narc even though some people would say you know if they're not doing anything wrong what's the problem well the problem is it's still illegal anytime you surveil someone 100% of the time you're gonna find something illegal that they've done even even if even if like you know the person doesn't realize they've done anything illegal or it's like something illegal that is um harmless yeah right and the thing is, when you are observing people, you will see everyone fuck up. Right? Yeah. So. We're human. It's, it's, it happens. Yeah. It's, so, like, they should not be under that much of a microscope. Because, like, if a normal business isn't, and we know that normal businesses are stealing from workers, they know we know that they are not paying their right. bills. Yes. We know that they are fucking shit up. Um we know that they're doing illegal shit all the time and yet they're not watched. So why would... Why would this business get watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since what it's doing is now legal and regulated. And especially because it doesn't hurt anyone. At all. It literally hurts no one. Except maybe some snacks. I mean, I have put put the hurting on a buffet. Yes. But, like, how cool would it be if we had our reception at the Asian buffet? Oh but not the one down here, the, the one that's like assholey. Let's go to that one that we went to that one time with the smaller buffet where the food was actually like way better. Do you remember that? Is that the one in Belleville? I think so. Oh, I thought you said you didn't like them. Oh, no, I did. Oh, I liked it a lot. They had the so fish when you go inside? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's China King. They're good. Yeah. I went there a lot as a teenager. Did you? And ate food. Yes, I did. At least like twice a week because I was sad. It was wonderful. And you still didn't get fat. And you think doing this half-ass weight gain thing you're doing now is supposed to make you gain weight? I Maybe am, when you're 45. I am putting on weight though. You're pudging up. You're not putting on you're gonna be my pudgy little pup. My pudgy little butt puppy. Mm. Who hopefully gets this job. Who hopefully gets this job. <laughs> and if not, I'm just gonna keep looking, keep talking to people. And that's kind of all you can do right now. Yeah. You've done your best, honestly. Yeah. Because I don't like. 
finding a job shouldn't be it, it shouldn't have taken you this long to find a job in an ideal um, like economy and plus I've picked bad jobs my whole life like yeah you've been picking bad jobs since you started working six years ago so you put in six years of bullshit let's get a job you actually care about yeah um cause I still wanna do my thing on the side with my baking and my edibles and shit and like I wanna get that going but it's like you need money to be able to fund that and and I'm excited because I got my first paycheck. You know, that was really cool. <coughs> I'm so proud of you. Oh. Um, <coughs> I might be getting sick. Um. I think you'll like my email response to these <coughs> places. Now my phone's back on. Um, my response to <coughs> the <coughs> job offer. Um, when I sent it, <coughs> I said, you know, put a little paragraph about yourself. And I sent in my copy of my resume as well. I said, hey there. I said, hey there. My name is Robert. I had... I'd like to apply for the bud tender position. I'm an Ypsilanti local who is MMMP certified and loves researching strains and helping patients find a medicine that best suits their specific needs, lifestyles, and symptoms. I'm a, I'm a former culinary arts student looking to get into edibles, specific candy. I'm easy to get along with, hardworking, and have a passion to help patients enjoy their best life and best bud. Thanks for taking the time to read this. That's probably like the best thing you've ever written to a job ever. <laughs> Really? Ever. Oh, I thought it was pretty good. Because I was honest. I was like, I'm not bullshitting you. <laughs> it's amazing how my feet are changing now that I'm wearing those boots. Yeah. My ankles are different. They seem more steady. They're... Stable. Not steady, stable. They're like more set over... Center. Hmm. They hurt when I first wore them, but after a couple of days, my feet got used to being um, right, and now my feet don't hurt at all when I walk. They used to hurt all the time. That's how it felt when you got me those like $9 shoes. Mm -hmm. They have like good support on the sides. The mm -hmm. bottom's not so much, but like on the sides are good. Mm -hmm. Good. And you look so handsome in your boots. Yeah, I complimented on those boots the day I got them. By Caitlin, and then I got complimented because she wants to steal them and wear them. She does. I also got complimented by this other girl. I keep getting complimented by people who are very submissive. <coughs> That's funny. <coughs> so far, no one who's dominant or like that I feel is dominant. Um, has said anything about them. Maybe they don't have to. Maybe because they're dominant, it's just like a mind thing. Like, oh, I noticed you have new boots, but I don't have to say anything to you about it. It's mm -hmm. just like a mindful respect of your clothing. 
Whereas for submissives, it's more like, hey, I really like that. It's really cool. Hi, mister. Pay attention to me. Not pay attention to me, but... Hi, loser. <laughs> but... I think from a submissive standpoint, it's... Mm. Did I give you this? Maybe, maybe, I'm just throwing it out there, I don't know if it's right or not, maybe we as submissives are more apt to verbally compliment Mm -hmm. than doms are. Yeah. You know, and it's just... I'm very eager to compliment people. Yeah. But they have to pass this certain level of enjoyment before I'll do that. Like, if I see a girl, like, the way I have to, the way, (coughs) when I see a woman, I think, who is attractive, right? Yeah. I see, like, maybe a woman or two every day who I think is attractive. Yeah. But, when I compliment a woman, it's normally because they're doing something extremely well. Or, like, perfect. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, once when I was at the hospital with my Grammy, um, we were, I was, I want to say, Hutzel Hospital? No. Henry Ford Hospital yeah. um, in Detroit. We were there, and there was this lady in the little cafeteria thing that I was in who was uh, checking me out. Not checking me out, like, looking at me, but, like, she was the checker. She was the cashier. <laughs> cashier, thank you. Um, uh, did I just correct you on a word? You did. Oh my god. That's a first. Wow. So proud of you. Getting smarter. I know. Um, oh, you can. Um, and she was like, her makeup was right, her eyebrows were right, her hair was in like these two strand twists. They were weave, but they didn't look like weave. And it was like everything about her was just like cinched. And I was just like, Oh, oh, you are hurting my heart, honey. And it's funny because what I like about that is she's presenting well. Yeah. And I want you to do similar things. That's why I shaved yesterday. That's why you shaved yesterday. Um, (gasps) All right. Okay. To add on to what? To add on to like my check-in too. Mm-hmm. I know this kind of like has gone into just like a normal conversation, but um, I did something yesterday because after I got out of my bath, I was still feeling sad, and so I started taking care of myself. I brushed my teeth. I used peroxide. I flossed. I washed my face. Shaved. Speaking of which, have me a clacker. I put lotion on. Like all that, like all I clean my ears out, like all that shit, mm-hmm. like, and it was really nice. It's the same feeling I got when I would get like piercings and stuff. It was like, oh, I'm pretty. So that was new. Hmm. I've never, I haven't experienced that yet. So that you was, know what that's called? Self care. Self, yeah. Boy, there are placards in what, the middle green bucket or the rightmost green bucket on the shelf. They're not. 
Oh, in those buckets? Mm -hmm. oh. On the shelf. Shit, right. I forgot some of our stuff moved there. I forgot you were a bitch. We all forget things. Mm. Uh, you trifling bitch. saying what you did was called self-care yeah that's part of dbt uh-huh i do that too i realized how much i like getting up getting dressed taking a shower and when i don't i should probably stop flossing while i'm talking in the middle of the podcast but you know what feels so good it feels so fucking good and dental hygiene is like super important and I'm shutting put it off because dun, 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 it's time for Mr. Chicken um, I'm working on my procrastination I'm working on the two parts of it that I've found so far part one is rebellion mm -hmm. let's say these are in no specific order. Um, it's rebellion. So when I was young, my mother used to make me do stuff all the time that I didn't want to do. And so like my rebellion became not doing things, doing the absolute bare minimum. Like I told you to do at work when bosses don't appreciate you. I say that because I learned that by doing that to my mother. And what did it do? It allowed me to feel some sense of power because I wasn't giving my all to this thing that I had to do, but it was not what I wanted to do. And it wasn't weighing and on I had, you as heavy. It was what? It wasn't weighing on you as heavy too, I imagine. Yes. It was a way to like lighten the load of bullshit. Uh -huh. And kind of sad to work right now. This cough drops everything. I know. I'm it's sure. helping so much. Oh my god, my throat is so red. Your what? My throat is so red. It is. Uh huh. You're getting sick. Uh, shut up. It's okay. I'm okay to be sick. Uh huh. Here. Mother, here. It's not okay to be sick. Mother, here. What? my teeth later it's gonna be great mm -hmm. also I think my mouth feels sick you look sick do I shit you're just... my pores are weird yeah they're like yes yeah. your eyes I can see in your eyes well <clears throat> just stay away from me I'm sorry I'm gonna be inside of you so I can do about that. Can you transfer like a cold through that? Yes. The common cold, flu, mono, all of those can be transferred through sex. 
You're coming in close proximity and you're touching mucous membranes together. You're not supposed to cough or sneeze on people, but you're literally putting someone's dick in your mouth. In your mouth. Like, it's the same idea. Yeah, and you're swallowing down, you know, so you like, it's, what? Anyway, so Mr. Check-In. Working on my procrastination. First part's the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some sense of control back by not doing things. I would do that all the time. Um, one of the things was I wouldn't clean my room. And the thing is, I like having a clean house. It's just that, for me, choosing not to do things that I didn't want to do when I had the option was the only way that I could do that. Hmm. I always felt like I had no control in my own life, like I didn't get enough choices that were important to me. My mother would do things in big gestures, but minutia is not her strong suit. So, like, when we moved um, from Hamtramck to Royal Oak Township, um, which, motherfucking throwing shade, Hamtramck, that's how they were pronouncing it, because some mayor there said something about Syrian people. Anyways, the mayor there said something stupid about Syrian people. Um, but I keep feeling my face, and it's weird to feel shade. I can feel my face when I use Bevel, and I love it. I do love Bevel. Yes, I love it. It's my new favorite. Because oh. I can shave for the first time in my life, and I don't have any bumps, any new bumps yet. I do get bumps from Clippers. Anyways, getting off track. Procrastination. Procrastination, yes. Um, I'm just going to end up talking about that one. Next is ADHD. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the second part of this procrastination thing is a fear of failure. Yeah. So I um, also have a tendency to say that I don't want to do something. Mm-hmm. Or feel like I can't when I'm unsure if I'm going to be able to do it to my standards. Yeah. So that's why I waited like 10 days between the time I interviewed uh, Darius and uh, the, the time I published the article. Yeah. Or the time I um, started writing the article. It took me three days to write. The first day I wrote like 300 words. The second day I wrote like 800. Yeah. Re, or like an, another thousand probably. And then like was editing along the way. So probably yeah. more than that. And then I went back on the third day and I re-edited most of it again. Added a new ending and tossed it up. So in truth... A lot of the things that I procrastinate on when I feel like I can't do them is not real. It's just a worry because I'm not quite certain what I'm capable of yet. But I have learned and I feel really good about this. 
that I am capable of writing this type of story again. It was a I I think much much needed piece and a very well put together piece. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like you are becoming less timid of exploring yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool to see. Because you're you know Was that your phone? I think that was your computer. It wasn't me. Oh, fucking <laughs> <coughs> Fucking Microsoft Edge was telling me that I can write on this page. Oh nice. Fuck you, Microsoft Edge. You're fuck a bitch. Oh, fuck, oh. fuck you. Fuck you. Fucking cat play. What is she gonna be on this show? Has she been on yet? I mean, she's been on in the background. Like, has she been on to talk? She's put in her two cents, I think. Like, before. We need to get her on for a full episode. That'd be cool. When's she coming back around? Uh, she said before Christmas. Because I think we're going to do, like, a gift thing. Okay. Yeah. So, have our own little, like, Christmas. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Mm-hmm. But, um... You know, it seems like, as I was saying, it seems like you're more even more put together than you thought you were. Yeah, I've kind of progressed further than I thought I did in terms of like being a writer. You kind of took all your blocks down, and they you're like putting them back together into who you are. Yeah, and sort of like refining out who I am and what I'm capable of. Randy even talks about it when you're not there. Like, he talks about when you're there, but, like, even, like, like this week when you weren't there, like, he, he talked about you. Like, he was like, you know, yeah, you know, when I first met Jerome, he's very, you know, stoic and very, like, I have everything together. And it made it seem like, you know, you were the one that needed to get your shit together. But then it's been interesting to see him kind of rebuilding himself. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, that was cool. He likes both of the progress. That's really How cute. dare he talk about me behind my back? I feel betrayed. Shut I up. feel hurt. I feel dismayed. Please give me the charger. We have 9% left on this goddamn laptop. Just shut up and eat his candy. It's fine. <laughs> yes, fine. he does have great candy. He does it. Oh my god. He has that popcorn. You oh god, he has that skinny pop, which I love so much. You love it when you're high, though. You I do. You don't like it normally. I do like it. Oh, you do? Yeah. I remember you saying, like, you didn't really like it, like, when you weren't high. Go get the charger. Hey, it's not like it's the other computer and it's going to die in two seconds. Yes, but it could. It could. It only has to drop, like, 2%. What was it, you feel okay, hour? So... I am sort of rebuilding my sense of self. Uh, writing that article on um, Eastern Michigan, just not giving any fucks about the success of their black students, worst of all, but students at all in general, unless they are in the athletic department. Which is total shit. Which is total shit. Because here's the thing, right? So let's talk about this for a second, because I'm really annoyed hey, by this. Here's the thing. You're not going to the fucking NFL. Yes. You're not going to the NBA. Yes. You're getting a free ride. Fuck you. Fuck you. 
Um, so here's the thing, like, athletics brings in a lot of money for the, the school. Football, not so much, but we, but like, basketball, basketball. we're good at. Soccer, we're good at. Volleyball. Volleyball, we're great at. So, like, we have a lot of, like, really good, um, well-performing teams at our campus. So that means we get a lot of money from the sports people. Now, sports students, athletes, student athletes. Now, student athletes have a six-year graduation rate of 81%. That has gone up five percentage points in the last six years. It was at 76% the last time they reported. It was like in 2010. Damn. So, when you think about that, that's pretty good, right? But how many of those students are white? Well, I think a large majority of um, student-athletes are non-white, but um, it's pretty good. But the thing is, we have 81% for student-athletes after six years, which is too damn long. Yeah, six years is already too damn long. Yeah, like six years, like 81% should be four years. And then 95%, 98% should be like six years. Yeah. Because, um, like, you know, sometimes people do take longer. But if you're taking more than six years to get a fucking undergraduate degree, why? All you're doing is paying more student fees. Yeah. Um, but the problem with this is that black students, 22% at six years, and students overall, I believe it was 38%. And how much of the campus population do, like, black and colored students of color? 62% is white. 20 point something percent is black. They only make up 10% of the faculty, though. And you know how many fucking instructors they have. Yeah, they uh-huh. do. So that's not, you know, whatever. It's fucking annoying. It's really fucking annoying. And I'm just done with them. They still haven't given you your degree. Yes, they still haven't given me my degree. So they can eat a bag of dicks as far as I'm concerned. Um, could be my fucking... Piece of paper. Piece of paper, you trifling bitches. Um, but yeah, being able to write that article, it remind it reminded me of this article that I wrote when I first started at the Eastern Echo. Um, it was about pricing for books and why the student store was like ripping stu- students off. And the thing is, every place on EMU campus is ripping students off. Every place. What the about that great meal plan? That meal plan? Are you fucking kidding me? $547 a month? For food. For food. And all you can get is eight meals a week. You get like, I think that's at 200 in flex dollars. But you could just give me, I could just keep $200 in cash and spend it. Yeah. And everything at the stores are priced up. They're marked up for because they're convenience stores. Nothing is like Kroger or Save-A-Lot priced. And there's no place on campus that specializes in low-cost anything. 
others now. The cheapest place to get food on campus is either like the all-you-can-eat cafeteria or Wendy's. And that's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it feels nice to like be getting back to a place where I'm functioning again. I feel really cognizant. The fear and anxiety, which was um, slight, I'll admit, was there and it was clouding my head. It was stressing me out. It was making me tired. Um, I was smoking a lot, just sort of like compulsively because I was anxious. And that's fine. I'm home. It's whatever. And I'm probably still going to smoke just as much. Um, but it won't deaden my brain. And I find that on days where things are chugging along, I don't need to smoke as often. Like it lasts long enough and my body feels calm and everything's good. And my mind is clear no matter how high I get. Even if I get like stupid high. Um, and that's just how it is for me. But I have to figure out how to decipher those feelings right now. Like, am I tired still? Am I anxious? Am I this? Am I that? Is it because of where I'm sitting? Is it because of this? Is it because of that? And, uh, it feels... It feels like I'm capable of doing that. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. That's really important to feel that, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm also feeling really good sexually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm discovering uh, non-ejaculatory orgasms, which is kind of a misnomer because I do ejaculate, but I don't squirt, which I think is the ejaculation part however things do leak so I believe that's um, seminal fluid or Cowper's gland only Cowper's gland is that men Cow hmm. I have a feeling like the Cowper's gland is in the vagina I have a feeling like the Cowper's gland leaks stuff into the vagina for lubrication But now that I'm saying that, there's also something that leaks into the urethra. It's male. It's male. Uh, Cowper's glands, um, either of the two P-shaped glands in the male located beneath the prostate gland at the beginning of the internal portion of the penis, they add fluids to semen during the process of ejaculation. That comes out. So I was right. So you are coming. I am coming. It's just like part of your semen. It's like I think it's I think that Cowper's gland fluid is mostly what it, what precum is made out of. That's why it's clear. Because I can feel it and I yeah. can taste it. And it it's funny you say that because 
usually when that happens, it is the same consistency as pre-cum. Mm-hmm. It's not globby. Yeah. It's very soft. It's very smooth. Yeah. You know? And I feel that in your mouth. Like, I'll feel your mouth change consistency after I feel like I've come. Mm-hmm. And it's a new sensation. That's why I say I feel like I've come, because I do feel it. But it's like, I don't have the words, the language right now to really describe how it works. Yeah. So that's been feeling great, because I've been having a lot of orgasms without ejaculation. Um, more orgasms is more better. And honestly, actually squirting every two, three, four days is great. The longer I go without coming, the better sex feels. So. That's interesting. Yeah. It just keeps amping up day after day after day after day after day after day. You guys are something to look forward to. It does. That's part of why I haven't come in you yet, like, in the last couple of days. Because I want to, um... Because you've mentioned it, and then we just never really got around to it, and then it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, no, it's not a big deal. Because it used to be that squirting in you was my only way of, like... Feeling that feeling. Yeah, feeling that feeling. But now, like, you can lick my balls and that causes an orgasm. You can suck my dick and lick my balls and causes an orgasm. Um, I can fuck you and that causes an orgasm. But I don't have to squirt. I like holding you. Like, I'm naked. Like, mm-hmm. holding you. Do you like that? Mm-hmm. I was gonna, I meant to ask you about that. Yeah. I, I like it because it feels like you sort of latch on to my cock. I do. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm pleasant giving you a hug. It's like, you remember that gif I showed you of the robot lady, like, just sucking the dude's dick up and, like, fucking him like a hydraulic machine? Um, that's what it reminds me of when you, like, wrap your arms around my legs and just sort of, like... Mm-hmm. And honestly, this article or an article episode is going to come out in 2016. Yeah. Probably behind closed doors. Yeah. Cool. Probably. See, this I think Bubby just let you in on a little bit of a secret <laughs> about how we record shows. Um, when we have to talk, we just sort of like sit down with the microphone and we talk, and whatever the conversation ends up being, that's where the show goes. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, like, before the technical difficulty, we'd, um, 
recorded a bit that I thought was just going to be for uh, a new show I'm working on called uh, This is Crazy. Um, it's like an exploration of like snapshots from people's lives when they're feeling at their zaniest or, you know, just talking about their mental health problems that they've dealt with in the past. Um, Behind Closed Doors is more relationship oriented. Um, and when we started the length, <laughs> by the way, I think we're like 40 something minutes in to this second part. And the first part was like 25 minutes. That's true. But you know what time it is? What? It's only 9.38. I understand that. I thought it was way later than that. No, it's not. God damn. We're so productive. We are so fucking productive. We've recorded a show. Um, I've done some work. I've contacted a new client. Why are you looking at my crotch? Are you trying to get some dick or something? No, I was thinking. I heard the door. I thought it was a mate. It's a guy. Me too. Look at my bun. That's amazing. My hair is long enough that I can just put my hair in a bun and it looks nice. Yeah. It's nice. And it's the actual samurai bun, too. Ugh. Okay. Well, looks like we're both doing great. You have new hair now. I have amazing. Oh, yeah. I got new hair, too. I always forget I do. You forget that your hair is silver? Yeah. You're my little silver daddy pup. Your little silver bullet. My little silver bullet. My little silver bulldog. Yeah, my little silver bulldog. <sighs> so, I guess it's time to gel up this hair so that it loops over to Stays the Stays on fleek. Yeah. Today. And, uh, we'll call that quits for this episode. And the maintenance man's here. And the maintenance man's here perfectly, on time, wonderful. Later, you guys.